So it's five minutes before the bus to camp is about to pull. I can actually hear it's early. I can hear the screeching of the bus. The worst feeling. When the bus screech is just mm-hmm. outside your door and you're not ready. No. And so, well, I'm on schedule, but I reach for the armoire. Mm-hmm. And I look down and I realize I'm completely out of pomade. Haze. And so now I'm about to show up at camp. For all of camp, by the way. With and no they don't pomade. Sell, they don't sell that at the no, little camp at, commissary. At the, no, no. And they're going to shoot arrows at me. They're going to uh, do like uh, shoot the little rifle at me, the little like 22. Mm-hmm. They're going to capture the flag me. Oh, buddy. Mm-hmm. They're going to wrap you up in bed sheets, tie yeah. your hands and feet together, put you on a canoe, and push you out into the middle of the water. Mm-hmm. Yes. Can't, I mean, like, this is everything I feared about campus showing up with no pomade. So I go to the fridge. Mm-hmm. I start juicing different things. Yeah. To see you have, what, you're in panic mode. You have to. Yes. And so I'm just like throwing stuff in the juicer from a distance from across uh-huh. the the from across the kitchen. Banana, no. Lettuce, not at all. Please don't put lettuce. That will that will not a pomade make. Yes. Peanut butter didn't do anything didn't do anything in the juicer. Oh, interesting. It just I would have thought I would have thought that might help. It, I, I cleaned it out between each thing. I actually now I sort of think that lettuce and peanut butter together would have actually worked really well if I hadn't cleaned out all the all the juiced lettuce. But if you just put peanut butter in a juicer, it doesn't change anything really about its consistency by itself. Yeah, you might as well have just brought the jar of peanut butter. Yeah, unjuiced. Mm-hmm. So and, and and now of course I look at Kevin and I see okay now I see where my jar went. Now I realize where my pomade went. Fucking Dr. Pompadour himself. Yeah, Mr. Pompadorable. Aw. Pompadorkable. Pomp and circumstance. Am I right or am I right? Welcome to my show where I'm the big star, Hollywood Handbook. This is the show where Hayes is famous and I'm here as well. And by the way, Kevin's always eavesdropping. We have a real guest. We have a serious guest. Tommy Orange is here. Famous author. Obama likes his book. He's doing all kinds of things. Tommy, thank you for being on the show. Um, you want to say hello quickly? Hello. Thank stop, you. Stop. <laughs> Before you go any further, I just want to address, we've had a slight problem with guests, especially first-time guests telling me to shut up during the show. Um, so we're just going to start at least this episode, maybe the next several episodes, just laying down some, I don't even want to call them ground rules. They're, they're guidelines that a lot of guests have found helpful. I think the guests who have not told me to shut up have had some pretty fun, funny episodes. And the ones who have been like, shut up to me, I don't think those episodes have been as as well received. So your choice is yours to make. I don't I don't tell anybody, you know, I'm not here to police anyone's language. 
Um, but it's something to be aware of. And then, you know, that way, uh, if it does come up, if you do say that to me, um, you know, you, you won't be shocked when you find out that, uh, yeah, people don't really like that. Um, so, uh, you know, and, and just and confirmation maybe, yeah. that that's been received that you've like that you've heard and like understood that or that you have questions. Yeah. If you have any questions, which just is tell ideal. Me, like, tell me I've heard that. I understand. Yeah. Or ask me anything. Well, like variations on, you know, more polite versions or does it have the same outcome usually of people? What would that sound like? What's an example? Mr. Yeah. Hit me with it. Thesaurus. And this is and this is, by the way, you're not. uh I'm not going to hold you to what you said here. We know this is like in like sort of a play acting state. So like shut your trap or be quiet. You know, I'd probably stay away from the whole area. Hearing you say it, I'd probably avoid the entire (laughs) area. Not bad. Yeah. Yeah. You could feel it a little bit, huh? Coming Mm -hmm. out, even in what was a completely safe, you know, kind of pretend mode. You sounded down bad as you were saying it. Mm hmm. I could feel that. Tommy Orange. Yes. Tommy Orange's new novel really is that good. You remember that? Mm-hmm. It really is. Colm Toybin. He Colm said Toybin. that? Yeah. I saw it in the in the newspaper. Yeah, he wrote that. That was him in the newspaper? He was in the newspaper, right? Who's in the newspaper? Toybin? Colm Toybin. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Toybin. That sounds like where my he was uh, in, he kid was in- keeps his Play-Doh. He was in uh, Star Trek. Uh, he was in, I want to say, movies like like he wasn't. He was in Deep Sp- in Next Generation. Mm-hmm. It seems like he could he have been on there? in in Bruges, but I don't know if he actually was. The author was in these things. Yeah, weird. Mm-hmm. Did some stuff with like Alan Partridge and things like that, and I guess he wrote this thing in the newspaper. Yes. Tommy Orange's new novel really is that good. This is a headline. First of all, perfectly interesting to me, but it's not. I wasn't even talking about that. Yeah, I hadn't brought it up. Like you brought it up. Do you want to back? Are you confusing me with someone else? I said to that quote. There's the headline. Were you talking about this with someone else who looks like me or something? Because I got plenty really of stuff that I'm thinking about it talking about it like it's it's not this no offense like it's, it's a cool, cool thing to though. say it's not yeah. the first thing you would say yeah. normally um but uh, you know aside from that like i'm sure you were happy about it you probably were talking about it you're obsessed with your book writing books and serving looks that's you say that and that what your bumper sticker told me is that is that or is that not what your bumper sticker told me? And that's why you're in the car, by the way, so you can pop out and read your own bumper sticker about yourself writing books and serving looks whenever you want. Is that or is that not what's true? I'm I'm anti bumper sticker in general. That's something. It's a sentiment you could put on a bumper sticker. Mm-hmm. Is yeah, that a warrior's sticker, hat? Circling a line through bumper sticker. Yeah, you got the warrior's hat on. Black on black warrior's hat. No, it's. It's Oakland, like uh, Oakland. It's a company out of Oakland. But yeah, they, Hayes wears their shirt a lot. Yeah, he got the one shirt, and he's 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 beating the brakes off it, man. He's gonna wear it. <laughs> he's gonna wear it till the damn thing disintegrates. But they put the tree on the the Warriors put the tree on their jersey sometimes, right? They do. So it is a Warriors hat. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
So it's nice to know that the novel's doing well, that you've been allowed to be a Warriors fan, and that you have made some angel investments, that you've got a little VC action going. Mm -hmm. Sorry to hear about your crypto, but mm -hmm. something tells me you'll land on your feet. Now, you're Mr. Books. Are you the only one who can do books? And there is a right answer. I'm the only one that can do my books. That's mm. okay. you're the only one that did do your books. That's <laughs> yeah. right. That's for sure. Also, believe me. But I could do it. I also did it. So it's not yeah, even true. That's actually what I was gonna say. Is um, you no, did you're not the only one who can do books. I can do books. Yeah. it's I could do. It's basically the same thing when I do when I do my books. I'm basically doing your books, but just a little extra sauce. Mm -hmm. So uh, we we've been talking about thinking about kicking around the idea Hayes and I of doing some more books. We saw your book. We saw that quote that was like, yes, it really is that good when I, we weren't even talking about it. And we were like, somebody's got to say this about our book soon and soon. Let's get Mr. Books on here. We'll kind of get his blessing. We'll kiss the ring. You know what I mean? We'll do your little dance. And then after we've gotten, cleared for takeoff books wise by mr books guess what we're gonna do click it a clack it a click it a clack it a bing click it a clack it a click it a clack it a bing that's our home check printing machine that's right <laughs> mm -hmm. forget it man printing checks then we'll get to record podcast from our car like you the most expensive recording studio i've ever seen it's like mm -hmm. tens of thousands of dollars just to record a podcast in. mobile recording studio as size the fucking lincoln lawyer of book writing he's got to do it in the car he's always on the go man he works in his car because he's got like so many high profile book meetings to go to around the city it's unbelievable so we'll read you a passage here, passage there. You will provide your little comments. Mm -hmm. um, and then we can't, you know, we'll get the the red pen out and we'll like make the little edits. We'll make, and we'll like make that. adjustments we'll if it makes forth. sense. And we could give you feedback maybe on some of your ideas and then we'll yeah. ship it all over to your editor. Um, you could probably drive it there. You're in your car right now. Uh, and then we'll just kind of get the... Get this train a moving. Um, hey, I mean, I've got, I've got just some general ideas. Hey, Hayes, did you want to go first with a passage, or what do you? How do you? I think we can do start this? with an idea, and then you can start writing that idea while I okay. read read a passage, and then we can just go back and forth like that. Okay. Um, I so think for time, like efficiency of time, that would make the most sense. So none of us are just like sitting. We're all actually like doing something. This first idea, uh, Tommy, I'm, I'm bumping this one to the top, actually, because I do see how you've chosen to record, and I think this will really connect to you. So it is a guy like you. Um, it's called The Prince of Rides. Uh, so if you remember, Prince of Tides, obviously, it was a big, uh, successful book. So I'm sort of using that to inform, okay, I've got a title. It's about a limo driver. He's the best limo driver in the city. He's also very good at doing it, at fucking. He's, so he gives rides in multiple ways. 
And he's afraid, obviously, he's getting a little older and he's afraid that he's never going to find true love because he's so good at sex. He can never tell if someone loves him for him or because of the good sex that he does. And so it's... Possibly the good driving. Or the... Or the driving. So, yeah, I mean, we can use some of your experience with that. Obviously, it's semi-autobiographical uh, on my end, too. So the driving stuff can be yours. I could talk about some of the techniques that I've employed over the years. Um, and and so it's this guy, and you, you know, it's relatable. It's like he wants to find love. He is a romantic at heart. It's not his fault that he can fuck all day and night. So it's... um. It's kind of a beautiful uh, story about a guy with like this one fatal flaw, uh, which is that he can really hump it, you know? So I, I think that that's cool. And obviously the, the limo scenes you could be extremely helpful with, extremely, because I have not recorded in my car. I haven't um, even driven that much. Uh, and, and so I think that we're kind of using both of our strengths here. Uh, and the Prince of Rides is a great title. So what? We, we, and we're already making accommodations. In. It is a great title. I did like the original one, but we 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 did have to zig when it was taken. It was called There There because that's what the chick said when he was hitting it. Yeah, like it directionally, like she was pointing, like she was mm -hmm. saying, like right it was there. there. It was there! Exclamation point! There! Exclamation point! But we were told that the punctuation doesn't make that big a difference. That the title is still owned. It's on the same the place on the shelf. Your involvement, everything. Yeah, it's it's going to be um, a problem. And yeah, it it just that we heard you were very protective of of the title. <laughs> we heard you were going to be kind of a b word about the whole thing, and we just said, "Hey, let's get it." You know. Let's get it out of the way. Let's let's bring him in. You know, I think if you know, I, I vaguely remember this, and uh, I think there was I had a problem with the sex in the car thing that in the limo. It it felt like a violation of of the ethics. That's around. his work. That's his workplace. But he's that's his rule. He makes a rule at the in the very first scene. He goes, "Hey, just so you know, babe, I never do it in the car." He goes, I got a, I'm a professional. People ride in that thing. And that's one line you'll never see me cross. And when he believes he has found the one, right? He takes it to the back seat with her. And the next day when the businessman sits in the stain and she's not returning his texts, you realize that like he betrayed his own code of honor and for nothing. Because she was just in it for the there, there. Which is what she said when he was hitting it. And after when she was telling him where to drive. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I don't think I had the context. Or it didn't feel it was earned when I, whatever I had known before. So maybe I could. It is back. earned. So you definitely didn't have the context because it yeah. was definitely earned. Yeah. It's definitely earned. It's actually. I, I don't think the story it's works without it. Yeah. Yeah, you you don't make that rule unless he's gonna at some point break that rule mm -hmm. for the chick he thinks is the one who actually likes him for him and not just because he's so fucking good at smashing. I would hate to lose Prince of Rides, though. I have to say. Yeah, no, it, it, that 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 works. Um, there, there's a little smarter, I guess. Uh, look who I'm telling. 
Mr. Bucks. Mr. Bucks. Mr. Bucks. I'll read you a quick passage. This is something I've been working on with Sean for a number of years, basically my whole entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can. This is page one. We can jump around, but this is page one, paragraph one. This is how it begins. <clears throat> Butterflies were flying in my chest. It was the last day of school at college, and freshman year had been an amazing ride. The ride was like a roller coaster, except with grades and parties instead of hills and candy. Now it was time for me to conquer my biggest fear, going to the bathroom. I had been too scared to go to the bathroom my entire freshman year of college. It was my first time living on my own, and I had no idea if this bathroom worked the same as the one downstairs at home. I was scared to ask people at college if the bathroom was different, but I did anyway. I asked everyone I saw for the entire school year if the bathroom here was different from the one at home. But not one person had even heard of the downstairs bathroom at home, so they didn't know if it was different. Everyone was really nice except for one person who completely freaked out. So that's sort of like the that's laying the groundwork for what's to for what's to to come. The Just, bathroom becomes sort of this like portal almost into another world, you know, um, not in literally. some ways, I mean, not it's literally. Not, it's it not, is, no, it's just, yeah, just for the, just because it's so brave for this character. Right. Who I think we connect to. And who, by the way, could be the same character in Prince of Rides. I mean, well, mm-hmm. you know, just if we have all this writing already done, I don't know why we couldn't meet this guy a little bit earlier before he's got the limo job. You're a college boy, right? I think it's really intriguing this downstairs bathroom part and the yeah. person freaked out. I'm really uh, curious about. You want to follow them? These two okay. elements. They're the villain. Yeah, we're not going to hear from them again. The fact that everyone's weirded out about the downstairs bathroom being a thing. It's not that they're weirded out. They've just never heard of it. They're not aware of it. You know what I mean? It's, in a way, it's like this is to educate people. Because everyone only knows about upstairs bathrooms. They just never heard of that, of the downstairs bathroom that like he's the downstairs bathroom at home that he's most comfortable using because the upstairs. They've never heard of dads. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The upstairs one's basically dads. So have you guys heard of mostly in the downstairs one? You heard of a Pittsburgh toilet? Oh, God, this is going to be some. Actually, we could use this in Prince of Rides. Maybe he's the guy who invented the Pittsburgh toilet. It's some kind of toilet in the basement of a house and there's no doors or anything around it. It's just sort of like a toilet in the middle of a basement related to like not if there were ever leaks or ruptures, you're already sort of have the pipes down there. And they're sucking up out of the floor. Yeah, the the toilet's just just right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, we've got all these like exposed beams and stuff as like such a cool, you know, architectural Mm -hmm. feature but suddenly exposed toilet pipes is uh, not something to brag about, not something to be shown off. Like, I think that's a really limited way of thinking. So definitely there could be a Pittsburgh toilet somewhere in the book. Um, maybe, you know, after he doesn't get a text back and he gets fired from his job because the businessman sat in the stain, the Prince of Rides, who, you know, the downstairs bathroom has always been such a source of comfort for him goes to one one level lower goes to the downstairs downstairs bathroom mm-hmm. in the basement and there is a pittsburgh toilet um and i don't know what he does there when he grabs the pipe hugs we the probably pipe. we like, probably won't use it i i don't think we're gonna use it tommy thank th- thank you for trying 
you know, I, I would love to be able to incorporate some of your stuff. Um, but that's pretty good. I, you know, I, I have a slightly more, um, fleshed out idea and, and it's, hmm. again, a lot of this stuff might work together. A lot of these, um, this one's a little more romantic. I was worried that, uh, Prince of Rides might be a little too adult and too dirty. This one's probably more young adult. Uh, and this one, I actually believe, could use your Pittsburgh toilet idea. Before we go on, I just want to, I feel like we gave a little bit of praise to Prince of Rides and and not that much to Hayes' idea. I do want to say I love... Well, Hayes and I are writing that together. I do love the butterflies in the chest opening it's fucking yeah. kicks ass right it's yeah. it's so it's amazing a fucking bomb going off you can fucking feel it you're like this is bones, the this is man. the beginning of the book they started with that they burned that it's like <laughs> it's like they opened with Freebird. where the fuck they gonna go from here that takes major cojones <laughs> but you know what the fucking thing delivers so I uh, I love that. Um, uh, uh, thank you for giving those props. Uh, and thank you for just saying that was Sean's go on, line, and so it's not, not not saying I shut still up. I haven't gotten a compliment, but well, maybe you'll find one here. And actually, Tommy, to compliment you, I actually think the Pittsburgh toilet is going to work really well in this next one. Okay, so I'm glad you brought it up because I didn't know what that was, and I think it's perfect for this. This book is called The Ringer. Justin Ringo is a culture columnist for TheRinger.com. After a full day of ranking Marvel directors, he goes on a date where he has planned a romantic proposal for his longtime girlfriend. He has the chef hide the ring in her favorite dessert. She inhales the food and swallows the ring without realizing it. So he delays his perfect proposal and resorts to constantly checking their toilet for the ring, their Pittsburgh toilet. The twist, a few days into checking, he finds another different engagement ring in her stool and finds out she has been having an affair. Wow. I mean, is that powerful? I love Mr. it. Mr. Books. I really love that. I, I don't know who you love that that happened to him. I, I don't know who calls somebody who is looking for rings and poop a ringer. The ringer. The or ringer. Well, he works at the ringer.com. And his name is Justin Ringo. Yeah. So a ring's happening, but I don't know that it all works together. To and uh, and he also he played D1 ball and, and they have a um a softball league with a bunch of other websites and he kind of isn't that great a writer, but they hired him to be sort of the ringer on the team on the softball team cuz he because he hits dingers. He's the ringer who hits dingers, and his name's Justin Ringo, and he works for theringer.com. And he gave her a ring. A lot of ring stuff happening. So Yeah, I so I guess I don't know title. what the fuck your bump was, just on the title. Like, and it's like I, the most and, and explicable I, thing. Yeah, that's probably the one thing I don't need help with, is finding a way for the ringer to be a good title. Uh, 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 I got it. Starts with T-H-E-R. This guy is trying to clear space on the fucking shelf. He doesn't like <laughs> this guy. I oh, told, we no. heard. We heard he's protective of the I title. He knew he doesn't want us that close. 
He says, he goes, oh, this is get over there with the W's or something, bitch. This book's going to push my book down a shelf. Uh, buddy, it's over, man. You had a hell of a run. <laughs> Fuck. Hey, you got me, man. I bought the fucking thing. I read it. You know, I <laughs> good on you. You got my ass, man. God bless. Got Obama. But, but now it's time to move on. The ringer is not competing with there. There. I guess I it's have a more, totally different story. I have a, a more technical question. How do you, because the, the pipes and the flushing and the poop goes away. How is he getting, how is he capturing the poop to look through it for rings? It's Pittsburgh toilet. So he gets right into the pipe. So every time he hears a flush, he goes, ah, oh, babe, I really got to get in there. I don't know what's going on for me lately. And he goes running in right behind her, starts undoing the pipes, goes, you know, goes rooting around through it. it. And we talk about it in a very like classy way. Like we don't have to get yucky with it at all. And we say like, it's not yucky. Um, her diet's really good. And, and then as he's going through everything, you know, he's going, I got to find an engagement. Ring. I got to find, sees the glint of a diamond, pulls it out. It's a different engagement ring. Now, she was proposed to by someone else who also put it in her favorite dessert. That's why That's why the waiter was acting so weird, right? Because he had seen it happen the other day. That she didn't she, realize. Either time, she didn't realize that she swallowed. She She's, loves this. She loves this budino. She loves this delectable budino, Mr. Books. And, and she doesn't even use a spoon. And she do you know who the other man? Do you know who the other man was? Ring Lardner Jr. But wait, what, why is it called the Ringer? That's you. But wait, how would that even? But that's not. That's you, unfortunately, for both of us. So it's just an idea. We we don't have to do it. And by the way. This guy could be the Prince of Rides. I waited until everyone at college was asleep. <laughs> I quietly opened my door and looked out in the hallway. The coast was clear. I made sure to not let the door close too loudly so I wouldn't wake anyone up. I tiptoed down the hallway, careful that the sounds of my footsteps didn't make too much noise. I tried to control the motion of my pants and shirt so that nobody would hear their rustling. Just then, a door opened. Somebody poked their head out the door. It was the RA. What are you doing out here? They said. I realized I was nervous, so the verbal noises and sounds I was making in the hallway had been loud. I was hooting and hollering uncontrollably and saying gadzooks. Then the RA noticed it was me. I had announced my entire plan to him for days in advance in case of exactly this situation. He shut the door and I continued my journey. Wow. So pretty powerful stuff, huh? Scary for a moment there. Right. But when the RA comes out, you know, I'm getting ready to close the book. Mm -hmm. Like I'm I'm reading it, like just peeking at the pages inside like this, because I have to be ready at a moment's notice to completely shut the book in case the jig is up. Are we thinking this is a Prince of Rides flashback? And some and we there's, there's sort of a tension created in knowing that something maybe didn't go right at college. And that's how he ended up a limo driver as opposed to, you know, maybe a better job. 
Well, whether or not you really, it's not an anti limo driver book. Like that wasn't really, or, or, or podcast. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I know you're a college boy, but like, that's actually a fine job, first of all. And also they don't make you like, it does has no impact on your grades, whether or not you like go to the bathroom. You could use the bathroom every day. You could never use the bathroom in your dorms and your professors are not allowed to change your grade based on that. I've checked. So, I guess, you know, what I thought was so, and you didn't really notice this, I guess, what was so creative and the way we kind of played with time here is we've been with this character a lot. They had Mm -hmm. butterflies flying Mm -hmm. around in their chest. You know, we've been inside their head, but we carefully omitted the scenes where they went to the RA to describe their plan which happened multiple times in Mm -hmm. the days leading up to the event. And then when you get to this moment where they're almost caught, you know, they're almost busted by the RA, they're going to be in trouble. I mean, they're saying gadzooks in the hallway. That can affect your grades. Mm -hmm. So they're about to be busted. And then we sort of fill in the background. It's sort of this like flashback where it's like, oh, Every time in the previous chapters, when the character said, I'm going to go to the bathroom, walked downstairs and came back up without going to the bathroom, they were going to the RA's room, which is next to the bathroom and saying, hey, I'm going to do this later. And then you go, oh, that's what was going on. Mm -hmm. So this thing that seemed like a mistake or confusing now has become intentional. The plan is a Swiss watch. Oh, these guys are like brainiacs it's like oceans 11 or something did they know the whole time that that that's that they were doing that or is yeah, the we did. bathroom yep. at the a downstairs bathroom in any way it just i mean it just demonstrates to me a total lack of like paying attention like just a total inability to listen to anyone but yourself I guess it's technically sure fine. It's a it's a it's a third floor bathroom. The dorm is on the third floor. So depending on what floor you are on, it could be a downstairs bathroom. Yeah. Sure. And the character lives on the fourth floor. And by the way, our original title for this, just so you know, which we've generously changed was there there. And it was the character, you know, finally in the bathroom. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert going like where do i go like which is it one of these stall thingies like do i go there do i go there and we were told that obviously we would not be allowed to do that that's so that's why we would. thought well let's let tommy in he'll throw one of his famous hissy fits mm-hmm. gonna have another tantrum one of his legendary tri-county fits i would prefer there not to be thr you know especially towards the beginning Whatever you guys end up writing. Anywhere towards mm-hmm. the beginning of the book, you'd no. like us to clear. We've got to get those letters out of the beginning okay. of the book. Okay. So it's a, so it's out of the title. That's gone. And now we have to comb through the first several chapters. That's fine. To take out some of our most favorite letters to use. We can do that. We actually have multiple tools in our toolbox. And so like we that that's actually not an issue for us. We no, can. we'll figure it out. But it's just, it's a lot of work. Losing that butterfly line is going to be rough. You, you need the T, the T and the R in that one. Uh, yeah. I guess it can't be moths. Mm, yeah. And that's got TH in it. 
Could it just birds. be bugs? Is it just bugs? Birds and bugs. Birds and bugs are doing. The birds and bugs were flying around. That sounds like birds and bees. I have one more book idea, and and I I think I've actually identified your issue with some of the other ones, um, and it's that they dealt a little too much maybe with romance and human emotions and being aware of people other than yourself and kind of getting outside and magic putting yourself in the shoes of someone else who has like a really challenge you know challenging difficult time dating because they're so good at sex or someone who learns that they're being betrayed by, you know, uh, they're the closest person to them. So I I think that uh, didn't connect to you. And this might be more your speed. This one is called the munchie games. It's the hunger games on fucking weed, dude. (laughs) It's they're smoking that funny stuff, man. The ganja pipe is burning. They're doing Hunger Games, but they keep forgetting the rules and shit, and they're being way funnier. So, I mean, this to me, and and I think we can have a lot of fun with the names where like Katniss was like the main girl, but maybe the name is like Weedness. You know, something that really gets you like right in the funny bone, right off the rip. By the way, right off the bong rip, I should have said. And I think this could maybe connect to you a little more. You're obviously high as shit right now. The the way you're (laughs) acting is totally goofy and insane. It can't be justified any other way. And so is this finally something that you will fully get on board for? Let's, Let's hear it. That's it. You did just hear it. <laughs> it was called the Munchie Games. It was the Hunger Games on fucking weed, dog. That's, I thought we were going to get some element of story. It's just the same thing, but... Dude, yeah, I mean, like, the spine of the story is there, but imagine if imagine if when they were doing the Hungry Games, instead of all being all uptight, they were uh, ah, puffing on... The Chiba. You know what I mean? They had a little bit of the green stuff. Uh, you know, maybe instead of all being like, hey, he's going to kill that guy, they would have been like, hey, man, come on, dude. Stop doing hungry games on my ass. Hey, can we eat any of this leaves, dude? You know? And then it wouldn't have been like, so fucking intense because the way I read that book, by the way, they're all mm-hmm. trying to kill each other all the time. I'm, I'm peeking <laughs> at it. I got just the teensiest sliver of a page. And every time I finish, like basically any sentence at all, I'm like, I shouldn't have read that. I mean, I think you could have a whole genre of, of like sort of remakes with wordplay for the weed thing. I think that's probably something you could do. Like oh, what, what's you, another yeah. what's what's like what's another one? I don't know if we're going to the dystopian genre. Well, Harry Potter feels like there's like a pothead thing we could probably easily do. Harry Pothead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really okay. fucking good. Yeah, I guess he's right. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. 
That's so fucking good. That's so so I, I'm attached to the ringer now, now that we have gone that down there and, and how it well what if that you know what if that so what if that's the opening is sort of the excerpt we have from the ringer and then he gets like summoned to the fucking division thingy and volunteers as tribute or whatever because he's so upset that his girlfriend uh is stepping out on him uh and then is just like doesn't care if he lives or dies but then throughout the course of the munchie games realized that it was like all a misunderstanding and that it was just a friendship ring that he found uh, from Ringlerder Jr. And now, like, has to win in order to get back to his one true love. Uh, and that would be, like, I guess then she's weedness. I don't know. Somebody's weedness. And ultimately, the whatever the munchies he ends up eating, we could, you know, sort of loop back to the toilet. And there could be some conflict we could find there, whether it's downstairs or, you know. Pittsburgh. I mean, I'm kind of had enough of the toilet stuff at this point. I know you really liked it. I tried to cater to that as much as I could. Yeah, I don't um, know if we're going to use that. But not, for, uh, not for this anyway. I'd probably not go back there at this point, especially because we have so much of the Prince of Rides backstory is about trying to use the bathroom. It just feels it's a tonnage issue for me. Mm -hmm. um, I want to be able to do more than one thing, and which is in this case, toilet stories. I don't think much of games needs it. Well, it, we do feel heavily tied to the college experience. and that I had finally made it. I was inside the bathroom. The special move I did to get through the door had hurt my leg so badly I had to lie on the ground for a really long time. I was underneath the hand dryer, which was motion detecting my head and blasting me. The air dryer was making my head burn up, but I couldn't move because the move had given me a severe leg injury and basically exploded part of my leg. So the air dryer kept blasting my head and burning it up. Somebody passed me outside the bathroom door, which I had propped open with a gigantic table. Hey, he said, dry head. So it's a little something about like there are actually good people in the world, you know? Yeah, just that one moment of kindness, you know, mm -hmm. that like ray of hope uh, in what otherwise pretty bleak landscape we had the one mm -hmm. person that freaked out on them obviously yeah. the villain who we don't want to give a lot of oxygen to despite your notes um and then we also have uh i would just people who didn't weren't really familiar with the downstairs bathroom um but now this person who we could follow or not uh you know is is actually trying to kind of make lemonade out of lemons and say hey dry head I do see how you're moving away from toilets at the end here. You know, it's much, much more based on... Well, it's not the only thing in a bathroom, Tommy. <laughs> it was the big moment. I had wedged myself under the bathroom stall. Somebody had thrown out a lariat in the bathroom trash that I was able to use to lasso the door of the stall and pull myself across the wet floor. My now useless leg was stretched out behind me, so now my foot was under the air dryer, triggering the motion detector, so it was burning my shoe and my leg. I couldn't believe how hot my shoe had become in just one year of college. I'm a little logistically just how close, if he's lying on the floor, could he be to the air dryer where there's burning happening? He's close enough that his foot is uh, directly underneath it, just mm -hmm. to paint the sort of picture for you. Is he a really long, is he tall? 
Is it a small bathroom? This college boy went to one of these big ass bathroom colleges. Yeah, right. College boy was at a college with bathrooms so big he couldn't even see the fucking air dryer from where he was under the stall. Unbelievable. The level of privilege. Um you know what? Uh forget about that part of it. Uh really what I wanted your notes on was just the lariat, which we've mm-hmm. been told by our editor needs, they're fine with it. It needs a little bit of bolstering. Um, I said to, it was implausible that somebody threw out a whole lariat and threw it out, and that it was functional. If they had thrown it out, it should be yeah. somehow flawed. It shouldn't, you know, allow them to haul their way in. I, I had suggested perhaps there is a student at the college named Lariat the Spy, who, um, you know, sort of sneaks around into the various buildings and always uses a lariat to get in and out of the windows and never uses the same lariat twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, I, you know, I'm comfortable exploring that and kind of building that up. Uh, but if there's a cleaner path to it that doesn't require an additional two to 600 pages, which I think is what it would take to really service the lariat, the spy idea, uh, we're open to it and we would hear from it. Um, and just this time, I know you haven't actually said shut up, but sometimes the way you say what you think about uh, the ideas we have, there's sort of this silent shut up there that yeah. I, I'd like to lose if possible. That is why I was asking originally, but I, I don't mean that when I'm, that what, it right and there. I don't, I've never heard of, a, I don't even know what a lariat is. I don't know how much it's adding to the story. Oh, it's adding the physical means by which our primary character is accomplishes his the... only goal of the entire book. Mm-hmm. So the main goal is it's related to the toilet and getting there. I guess you could say it's related to it. I mean, it is it. That is the entire thing. It's it's so it's more in the flashback in the college experience in this bathroom is really kind of a climax moment. You know, amazingly, I've underestimated just how high you are. Like I, I I knew that you had blazed up to get ready for this and we could actually hear the bubbler that you were firing. And it sounded like you got some pretty premium stuff in there. Uh, But I still thought I guess because you're Mr. Books that you would be able to follow a couple of sentences of text read expertly by Hayes. I mean, I was in there. Jesus Christ, man. I'm looking at my Zoom window like this. Like I might have to dump out of this thing in a second because when they you know, when that shoe's getting hot, I'm like, mm-hmm. Jesus, what's going to be okay? I'm scared, man. So, uh, you know, I, I, I just like, it's funny how our experiences are different because I, I think it's so clear what's happening and I think it's so intense and touching and sort of beautiful. Um, and then you have these questions that feel clinical and stupid and bad. And it makes it, it makes it hard to engage at all. Can you guys explain what a lariat is for those out there who don't know what it is either? Do you see Wonder Woman? 
not I saw the first one, not the nineteen eighty four one. Wow, very supportive. Wow. Uh sometimes I support women. Yeah, no, I think one it's for great. you, huh? The I, first I one. You kinda have... like you kinda like the other like the old way they were doing things. Yeah, they should get a taste, but not too much. No wonder he didn't understand Prince of Rides. Can't rewrite you know I mean, this guy's getting them off four or five times. <laughs> so, you know, uh, it, but, it, you know, the first one is kind of all you need. Another word for a lariat, and now it's all going to come together for you, I think, is a lasso. And her lariat, when she would lasso you, you would have to tell the truth. Let me find a let me find a Just movie basically with a, with what a I do to myself every time I'm about to write a, a great novel. I use Wonder Woman's golden lasso on myself. Mm-hmm. And so I, I can and I swear tell the most truest words. I swear that the page will be filled to the brim with nothing but pure truth. It, 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 speaking of pure truth, let me mention a a movie with a lasso slash lariat in it that I'm sure you did see. And you could picture it this way. City slickers. Mm-hmm. No, the, no women there. You know, it's Curly's gold just a one. bunch of dudes on the dude ranch. Take all my money, please. Wait, you didn't what? see the Curly's gold one? I only saw the Curly's gold one. You, you only, only saw, saw the, Curly's the Curly's gold, gold one. one. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Wait, so he's wait the Larian? And that's somehow also how he gets into the toilet stall he uses the lariat to lasso the door of the stall drag himself across the wet floor his leg is injured from the special move that he did to yes, get into the part restaurant. of his leg exploded and he's gonna pull himself up onto the toilet using the lariat. well let's see Final. well let's yeah, see why what don't happens. we find out <laughs> there was no getting around it i was completely inside the toilet I had pulled too hard on the lariat and was flung into the stall and ended up nestled inside the toilet. My leg was now so injured, big pieces of it were not even in the room anymore. Worse yet, the lariat was caught on the toilet handle, so every time I tried to move, I would flush myself even farther inside the toilet. After all that work, I realized I didn't even have to go to the bathroom anymore. There was no getting around it. The downstairs bathroom didn't work like this at all. And that's where we are. That's where here's we find Tommy's ourselves. first question: Was there any getting around it? That's that's you, Tommy. That was for you. I I thought, do I have to go back to this a second time? Yeah, if Tommy's reading this, I might have Tommy, to. The fucking munchy games. So I got so hurt, it was it left the room. <laughs> Big pieces of it were not even in the room anymore. Yeah, that's how injured it is. It like exploded out, and maybe did a special move to leave the room itself no it was a special move that led to it exploding in the first place which then basically if you think about the amount of force it would take to pull yourself onto a toilet when the lariat has only you know looped around the handle and how hard you would be pulling with a leg injury with like exposed tendon and bone yeah, like a ligament's probably going to shoot off and shoot out the door into the hallway when you're pulling that hard just from the strain of it. And then, yeah, that's going to be pretty surprising, make you turn, lose your focus, and probably go up and land inside the toilet bowl, and then flush yourself down over and over again when you try to pull out. 
I find myself going back to a head guy. The dry head guy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you, you really want to keep following him, huh? I want to know why somebody would think that that's what he was doing. And also, is it a supportive statement? It's definitely supportive, yes. Yeah, it's sort of the opposite of what you've been doing the whole time. Where what he does is sees something someone else is doing and tries to get on board and be positive. Sometimes about all it. it takes, and this is for some other guests than our past too. Sometimes nice thing to do is just to come on the show and say, Hey, nice podcast. Yeah. And just fucking keep walking. That's all. Is that so hard? Hey, man. Nice podcast you got there. You've done all right for yourself. That feels good. But, uh, yeah, but anyway, your thing is what? The dry head guy, you think he's like being mean or something? It sounds like, like it could do it. Like you're making fun of him. Like you're standing under the thing with your head under it. And that's your comment. It sounds bad. Yeah, you're bringing that to it. Yeah. Well, so what's your pitch? So let's change that line now. Let's do Tommy's version. Hey, you're standing under that thing. You're lying down, first of all. Hey, you're standing under that thing with your head under This college boy in his big ass, like high ceiling bathrooms where you don't have to lie Mm -hmm. down under under the hand dryer. Unbelievable. Must be nice getting on a step stool to dry your hands. Fucking college boy, bud. I prefer Mr. Books. What's the line? What line do you want for that one scene? So, hey, hey is in there. Hey, we can't change. So he walks past the bathroom. Hey. Hot enough for you? Goodbye. 